to play now Put me in the game now I came here to prove it, I'm ready to do it I can't be afraid now Put me on the stage now I'm ready to rage now I feel like an animal stuck in a cage And I'm ready to break out Bonjour ladies and gentlemen house, how are you? All good in the hood, I hope, and it is Monday. It is the start of another week, and once again, I am back to drop a few knowledge bombs to get you fired up and focused for the week. Today, I always come up with a subject on a Monday, and to be honest, I should come up with it on a Sunday, but, you know, that would involve a little bit more organisation on my part, and that may come a little bit later on. I did say that a couple of months ago, if not many months ago, but hey... I'm here, I'm turning up and hopefully dropping the knowledge bombs for you. Today, I want to talk about what gets measured gets managed. It's a simple quote from Peter Drucker who said it many, many years ago, but it's something that I have to reiterate a lot to myself and to my clients too, because it's so true. You know, how do you know where you're going if you don't have a map and you don't know where you are? You know, it's easy to be lost when you don't know where you are. And what gets measured gets managed is a great thing because it gives you a little bit of certainty that if you're off the right, you know, if, you, if something's not working, you can look back at the things and look at where the issue is and then you can fix the issue. And this works both from your body, this works from your brain, and this works in your business too. And it is so, so important. So today, ladies and gents, what I want to do is give you five different things that you can use to measure and manage your body, brain, and business. Some of them are more tracking apps on a phone. Others are concepts that I've been using over the many years that I've been doing this. Starting with number one. Now, it's one that I've been using since 2017, and actually I spoke about this in my best-selling book, Meltdown. And what I called it in the book was my Meltdown Management Scale. It's four easy questions to ask yourself on a daily basis that takes you no longer than 10 to 15 seconds to do. And why it is four, and the explanation that I give in my book, is that you've got to imagine four, uh, four legs on a stool. If one is not balanced correctly, the stool is very wobbly. And the whole point of having a, a stable foundation is to make sure that you are focusing on these four things. Now, my meltdown management scale is based on health, wealth, productivity, and connectivity. So health, how healthy you're feeling. Wealth, how wealthy you're feeling. Uh, connectivity, how much you're connecting with other people. And productivity, of course, um, how productive that you've been during the day or the week. And it's a very easy management scale to do. All you do is you write down health, wealth, productivity, connectivity, and you give yourself a score between one and five. One being completely terrible and five being completely awesome. And you do it every single day. If you do it in the morning, it obviously gives you the benefit of looking at what you need to focus on, especially if you're reviewing it from the day before. But a lot of the time it works better to review it in the evening after you've completed the day so you know what you've got to do in the next day. And what this enables you to do is really understand what you need to prioritize for the day, the week or the month ahead. Let's just say, for example, your health 
is good because you've been training, but your wealth is bad because you know you're not been socializing or you've not been putting yourself out there, and uh, you've been spending too much money. Remember that wealth isn't just financial wealth; it's social wealth too. Okay, you can be very poor in the bank, but be very rich when it comes to family and friends and people that love you. And it's important to get the balance of the two. Um, unfortunately, some people chase wealth financial so much that they lose the the social wealth and this is why we look at the connectivity who have i spoken to today who have i connected with today and so many of us don't do that because we think that we connect with people because we speak to them on facebook but that's not necessarily true ringing people up seeing how people are sending people a whatsapp get sending people a voice note you know connecting with people and just asking people you know how are you and uh, productivity, making sure that the things that you wanted to get done for the day have been done. And if they haven't, understand why. And a lot of people, it, it comes down to overwhelm. And overwhelm turns into procrastination because if you've got so much to do, you end up doing none of it. And this is why writing things down, whiteboards, to-do lists are so important because there's nothing better than ticking it off. So health, wealth, productivity, connectivity. Rate yourself between one to five, which I want you to do now. Uh, one to five, one being terrible, five being awesome. And I want you to, I want you to do this for a week because what you're going to notice is different days are going to have different levels. Some days are going to have the same level. Let's just say you haven't connected with someone for a week. It just goes to show that that leg on your stool is wobbly and you need to focus on it. And this is what I did in 2017. You know, I was doing this simple meltdown management scale and going wealth. Yep. Cool. Health. Yep. Cool. Connectivity. <laughs> zero <laughs> not really connecting with people and productivity was pretty high so i had three very stable legs on my stool but my stool was still wobbly because i wasn't focusing on connecting with people so it's a simple process health wealth productivity connectivity meltdown management scale so that's one uh, simple thing to do number two grid diary so this is actually an app that i use if you go onto the app store type in grid diary you should be able to see it. it's grid diary or grid diary 2 and what you can do is you can create these diary things where you can ask your own questions and i've expanded on this meltdown management scale with this and it's seven questions that I asked myself. So with the Meltdown Management Scale, it's just a case of numbering it one to five. So it's a pretty quick thing. If you're not used to journaling and, you know, you look at it as a bit woo-woo, and you just, but you still want to do something, the Meltdown Management Scale is quick and easy to do. But if you want to expand into it, asking yourself these questions can be massive. So the seven questions that I asked myself is this. Number one, what did you do to improve your health today and I actually write stuff down like went to the gym uh, got my steps in did a you know all, all this kind of stuff um, so that's uh, health what did you do to improve your wealth today so writing down the things that I did in my business writing down the things I did in my social life um, what did you do to be more productive today did you connect with anyone today if so who was it and actually explain to myself who it was and you know going out my way to do that um what was the other ones that I have? Did you get triggered today? And if so, what was it that triggered you? This is an important one. Writing down the things that piss you off is so, so important because a lot of time the things that you're getting triggered by aren't necessarily things um, that is somebody else's fault. It's usually your own. We get triggered by things that highlight the things that we're unhappy about in our lives. 
and identifying this on a daily basis can go, right, why am I getting so triggered on this? You know, a lot of people, this is one of the biggest problems they have in the UK, especially, is taking pleasure in other people's pain. So you might be looking at someone who's constantly updating their Strava, got another 5K running, got another 10K running today, and you're just getting more and more pissed off with that person. And then you're realizing that you're getting triggered with somebody because they are making an effort to improve their health. They're making an effort to hold themselves accountable for you know, getting fitter. And what you're getting triggered about is that that's something that you want to do, but you're not doing it. And seeing their posts reminds you that you're not doing it, which is why you're getting triggered. So if, you, if you're writing down on a daily basis what the, the things that are triggering you, usually that relates to the things that you want to do in your life that you're not currently doing. So it's a simple question. What triggered you today and how did you respond to it? It could even be, if you're on social media putting yourself out there, that you're getting triggered by people commenting negatively on some of your posts and your content. And this is something that I see with a lot of you know, fitness professionals and people who are putting themselves out there more. They, they get a little bit down when people put negative comments. But what you've got to do is flip reverse it um, with exactly what I was saying there, where most people who are giving you negative comments, it's usually because you're doing something that they want to do or can't do and you're highlighting their insecurities. So when you take it out of your own head and think, it's not about me, it's about them, then you don't get so triggered because rather than you know responding ne- negatively to negativity, you respond with empathy and kindness and that's the best thing that wins. You know, I've been savaged on a number of times on social media. I've had, you know, goodness knows how much negativity and I just always respond it with positivity because if you have got the time to take some of your time out of your day to try and pull me down there must be something wrong with you simple there must be something that's not going right in your life for you to do that and you know something I said before is that when people are drowning the thing that you don't want to do is step on their head because they will drown And the thing that you don't want to do with someone who is negative to you is respond negatively back because you are literally just stamping on the head and and solidifying what they want you to to be like. You know, if someone goes, oh, that person's a prick, I'm going to be say to him he's a prick. And then you are actually a prick. He turns around and goes, well, told you he was a prick. But if you're if you're responding negative, you know, kind, kindly and with empathy, they go, oh, I thought he was a prick. He's not actually. So negativity being negative to negativity doesn't work and it also wastes all of your time so tracking your triggers and the things that trigger you on a on a daily basis is an absolute game changer and uh number yeah number six for that is did you have fun today so this is what i'm asking what contributed to your health today what contributed to your wealth today did you were you productive today did you connect with people today what triggered you And the next one was, did you have fun today? If so, what did you do that was fun? Unfortunately, we're in 2021 and no no one's having fun at the moment, are they? Everyone is fucking miserable. They are. They're like, oh, it's just started snowing. We're in lockdown. And it's just like, look, you can't expect fun to fall on your doorstep. You know, we have to go and find some fun shit to do. We have to go out of our way to plan fun shit. 
and it's not going to be, you know, we can't exactly go to Alton Towers at the moment. We can't exactly go to the pub. We've got to find our own fun. And that comes by actually making the effort to do it. Because it's so easy on the weekends just to switch off and not do anything and then feel like shit because you haven't done anything. There's so much that you can do to have some fun. Okay, so much you can do. So reminding yourself on a daily basis to have fun is so, so important. Okay, have some fucking fun. <laughs> it's, it, it's something that we don't do as adults. You know, go and look at your kids, right? And this is the most important thing. Look at how much fun they're having. They're stuck in the house and they're doing all kinds of shit. Bake, you know, my kids are like baking, causing nightmare, breaking stuff and that. They're having fun. And yet we don't seem to, we seem to forget about having fun when we get older. So uh, another thing that I ask in my grid diary, did you have fun today? And if so, what did you do? And if I didn't, it's going to be a priority that I have a bit more fun the next day. And then the final one is what can you do better tomorrow that you didn't do today? And this once again is reviewing going, right, what went shit today? What needs improving tomorrow? And that's another important question to ask yourself. So seven questions, Grid Diary is a great app, or just write these ones down. What did you do to contribute to your health today? What did you do to contribute to your wealth today? Uh, were you productive today? Did you connect with anyone today? Did you get triggered today? Did you have fun today? And what can you do better tomorrow that you didn't do today? You just committing to ask yourself those seven questions every evening for the next month you will see a significant, significant change in your productivity, your health, and your happiness. And the trouble is that people don't do it because they don't believe that, firstly, it's very easy to do, and no one believes that something so easy can produce such results. Secondly, people aren't committing to doing, doing it. You need to commit like 30 days to do it to actually see it working. People just do it for a week and then they won't prioritize it in week two and they just forget it and then and they go, well, it worked for a little bit, but it didn't work because I worked, you know, I wasn't consistent. And it's something that we always say, commitment is doing the thing that you said you'd do long after the mood in which you said it has passed. And anything that you do for like a week is great, but you need to commit to doing it for a month. And for something that takes you less than five minutes to do on a daily basis, you, it needs to be a non-negotiable. You need to commit to doing it for 30 days and you will see a massive difference there. So, ladies and gents, that is Grid Diary. Number two, and I keep going two, number seven, number six. You know, where, where are we? We're doing five steps today, five things to measure and manage, and that was number two. So that is my Grid Diary. I call it Grid Diary because it's the app that I use on my phone called Grid Diary. Number three, steps. What gets measured gets managed. People do not track their steps on a daily basis. Be aware of how many steps that you're getting in. If you've moved less for the day, make it your mission to get up and move. Okay? We're still allowed that one walk a day. Make sure that you're getting it in and make sure it's um, long enough that you're hitting your 10,000 steps. I get up in the morning. I get about 6,000 steps in with my morning walk. And I tend to walk around, you know, move around 4,000 steps throughout the day. So I always end up hitting my 10,000. Uh, and that comes from that habit of getting up early in the morning and doing it. So make sure that you are tracking your steps. If you are, struggle with steps, you know, join. There's so many different groups where you can do step challenges. You can hold yourself accountable to friends. You can put, you know, a great thing to make sure that you're more active. Once again, having fun. Put 20 quid in and then you can commit to 
here's a great thing. You, you make a commitment to five friends that you're going to get 10,000 steps in a day. And every time that you don't get 10,000 steps, you put five pound in the pot. Okay. Just think about different things that you can do. And you've got five friends and all of you are putting into this pot. Okay. So every time you don't get your steps in, you put stuff in or this, that, and the other, and you all contribute to a pot over the next few months. So there's money going in this pot and you're all contributing to a night out. And let's just say, for example, you know, you keep putting this money in, you, you're staying healthy, you're staying fit, you're putting your money in, and then let's say that gets to a couple of hundred quid, and you'll go and have a good night out once this pandemic period is over. You know, if it lasts another 10 years, then you're going to have a fucking brilliant night out. You're going to have a weekend out. So make it a game, make it some fun, put a bit of skin in the game, but also look at it as skin in the game where you all win because you all put money into a kitty and that kitty gets put towards something fun for you to go and do when all of this shit is over, okay? So track your steps. Number four, simple one, calories and macros. There's two apps which I um, recommend when it comes to tracking your macros. Calorie Counter Plus, also known as NutriCheck, it's a British app. I find it better than MyFitnessPal because it has a lot of, not that we need it at the moment, restaurants and other things on there. So... Calorie Counter Plus is also known as NutriCheck app and MyFitnessPal. MyFitnessPal has more of a social element. So if you are, you know, allowing people to view your diary, holding yourself accountable to tracking things, then of course that's going to help with your health and obviously having a bit more control over your nutrition always makes you feel better. Um, simple one that, as I said, if you are struggling with weight loss, uh, if you're struggling to keep weight off, tracking your macros and making sure that what gets measured gets managed. Everything that goes down there, be it booze, be it food, is tracked. It's going to help you with your habits, okay? Uh, Number five, something that I like doing when I'm in the mood with my uh, running or swimming or cycling or whatever one you want to do is Strava. Strava is a fantastic app. It's very community-based. You can join running challenges. So they do like 100-mile running challenges for the month, 10K a day, lots of random things based on your skill set and that. You might want to create a personal group with a load of friends that want to get a little bit more fit. So you're you know, holding yourself in a community-based group so you're getting out there and running more. Or you might want to join some of the many other things on Strava that have the challenges there to hold yourself accountable. As you can see, what we're doing is measuring and managing things, but we're also having a community element so we are holding ourselves accountable. And I find Strava's pretty damn good for that. If you've got an Apple Watch or that, you can get the Strava on there. You can leave your phone, whack that on, um, and upload all your details and uh, get a little Strava group going, which definitely, definitely helps with those runs and that. So, ladies and gents, that is my five measure and manage tips. Tip number one is my meltdown management scale. As I said, four legs on a stool, health, wealth, productivity, connectivity, rate yourself between one to five. If you want to expand a little bit more on that, um, do my grid diary questions, seven questions. What did you do to contribute to your health today? What did you do to contribute to your wealth, both financial and social? Were you productive today? Um, Did you connect with anyone today? What triggered you today? Did you have any fun today? And finally, number seven, what can you do better tomorrow that you didn't do today? So that is my grid diary. Number three, track your steps, make it a game. 
get a group of you together, put some money in a kitty, and when all of this is over, go and have a good old knees up. Uh, my Fitness Pal NutriCheck, that's my number four, making sure that you're tracking your calories and your macros. And finally, number five, Strava. If you are into your running, into your cycling, into your swimming, then Strava can be a great app, not only to keep yourself accountable, but to get, set yourself some little challenges and goals each and every month. And that is exactly what we need. We need focus, ladies and gentlemen. When, when there are periods of uncertainty in our life, we need to gravitate to some more certainty so that makes us feel better. If we know what's going in our, in our gobs. If we know how many steps we're getting in, we know that we've got to get a certain amount of kilometers under our shoes every single month. All of these things are going to make us feel better. So, ladies and gents, really hope you enjoyed my five things to measure and manage this Monday. Let me know in the comments below which one that you are going to commit to this week, this month, this year. And uh, if you like this, please make sure that you share with others. And if you missed it, ladies and gents, do not worry because this will be on my Mindset with Muscle podcast sometime this week. Ladies and gents, thank you ever so much for tuning in and I will speak to you soon. Adios, amigos. My time, none of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown, we know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top